Hey everyone, welcome back to Soacene. This is a brief episode in which we're going to be introducing our new zine, accompanying our new semester, talking a little bit about the concept, about its construction by us, and of course, where you can find it. Mm -hmm. So this semester is all about nature. We wanted to make a zine that encapsulated all of nature's wonder, nature's yeah. beauty, and that can't be done with a bunch of mere essays. <laughs> How did we choose to do it, Aaron? Well, it, you're right. It's a lot more visual than the last two zines, which are about um, degrowth and education, respectively. This one, I mean, we, we started out with the idea that we're going to continue in the same vein, but I think it just became clear that essays, words, are not exactly the best way to represent nature, the feelings that it gives us, nor even some of the, the the science about it, because despite this being, I would say, less wordy than the previous two zines, it's also at the same time more... Um, fact-based there's mm -hmm. more statistics there's more science and research and things like that and yeah it's just beautiful we really put a lot of thought and time into making it look as good as possible as Alicia's gonna go over in a minute but also I would say it's just more it's more ourselves like there's, there's I would think there's a little bit more personality in it this is a balance that we always have to try and strike on the podcast itself sometimes we're too goofy sometimes we're too dull but hopefully we usually try and ride that sweet sweet uh, bantery, but also not wasting everyone's timeline. And I think <laughs> that the zine also is, is like that. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the inspiration for Solacene was making science and academic concepts about sustainability and climate change accessible. And obviously, in a nature semester, we're going to be talking a lot about the kind of nitty gritty, like things that are causing climate change and ways that we can respond to it. And why we should value nature for its intrinsic and extrinsic values. And the zine does well to, I think if you gave it to your grandma, <laughs> she'd appreciate the lessons it's trying to teach. Yeah. But I also think a child may respond well to this. Mm. Um, do you want to introduce the childlike aspect of this book as well? Yeah, so it's a zine for all ages. It is narrative, basically. Um, it is kind of a choose-your-own-adventure, I would say, but it's guided. It's a guided tour, and it's our first scene that has a title. It's called A Walk in the Wilderness. Ooh, and we also have a tour guide yeah. who we won't disclose anything about them <laughs> because I think it'll be a really fun surprise once you open up and meet the tour guide. Right. I really like them. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give away too much, but they're really fun. Uh, as Aaron said... There are a lot of iterations to get towards where we are today. And we thought since we're doing a behind the scenes episode about the zine, we'd share some visuals. So right. if you're on YouTube, you can see these. Otherwise, I suppose you can describe them, Aaron. Yeah, and it'll be on the social media as well. we'll yeah. So the first iteration of the cover looks like this. So the cover and the back cover are one continuous landscape photo. Yeah. So we're just showing the covers because otherwise it'd be too wide. Yeah, we had this idea from the start that since we had a title from the very beginning, A Walk in the Wilderness, we wanted the cover and back cover to form like a panorama, mm -hmm. mountains, plants, that kind of thing. So we started out, for people who can't see, very sketchily. This was Alicia's first crack at it. And um, I think it looks nice, but it, we went in a different direction ultimately. Mm -hmm. Let's put it like that. So this was inspired by Bob Ross painting. <laughs> it was a sketch. Um, I'm not an artist, so obviously these are all going to be a bit... Seventh grade? But this is what I mean. We're putting our heart and soul into it. People yeah. can overlook perhaps some of the slightly Mordor-esque uh, connotations in these sketches as you're about to show with my, my first attempt. Aaron's first attempt. 
So it's a similar mountain range. There are similar uh, shrubbery, if you want to call it that. It looks kind of like barbed wire from here. And the sun, yeah, what can I say? It's, it's Mordor. Then things got a little bit more abstract. And the, the shading got almost Matisse-esque or almost Cezanne-esque. Brutalist. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a certain cubism to this. And the, the forms in the beginning, uh, in, the, in the foreground, they, <laughs> they bring to mind the souls of the, of the lost. <laughs> wandering this forsaken wilderness and that Mordor sun still persists in the sky. <laughs> then things got colorful and we can all guess whose idea this one was. Crayon, what do you think about this one? I don't like the texture. Okay, yeah, it feels because waxy. Because it's, it's sticky to my fingers. Right. Yeah. Well, that was from the juice I spilled on it also, but yeah. So this one's just a colorful mountain rage instead of the typical black and white. Yeah, we're experimenting with different colors now. But then we broached something that right. really seems to have stuck. So this was an attempt by, I think this was a combined attempt, as you can tell by the crayon and the pen. Yes. Which yes. really is our personalities. Mm -hmm. You also, don't think I didn't notice that you snuck a little heart into that mountain range. I saw that from the beginning. Maybe it's like a Rorschach, but. Oh. So this one, very minimalist, um, very simple. And we were just, it's kind of classical, I would say. Hmm. Continuing. And things got even more minimalist. Yep. Just one one line with some dots mm -hmm. and a circle on top. <laughs> and this was our second to last iteration. Adding trees. Adding mm -hmm. some of those birds, you know, you just draw with two curved lines. Yeah. Very, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of there. And then are we going to share the final? Show it, show it. This is the cover of the zine. It is the mountain range. We have a little sun behind and so is seen pup and the title, which I just wrote on the cover. So I think we're going to write on all the covers. So mm -hmm. everyone, this is like when celebrities sell their bath water. Oh my days. Buy a zine because you can take my DNA from the cover. <laughs> I think there's probably our DNA in all of these from the amount of pin That's pokes true. that I get when I'm trying to sew the binding of the zine. So as you mentioned, the binding still sewed nicely. It's the same paper. It's the same length as the other zines, but this one is in landscape. Maybe you can show it in context with the other two. Yeah, so this is like the education zine. So it's the same, but just sideways. And yeah. we have a blue cover because we thought that'd be nice yeah. for nature. Still has the tape to bind it. This one's going to have a few more inserts, some surprises when you open <laughs> it up, because a lot of my inspiration for this came from field notebooks. Was I mean, we have field notes, the newsletter, so it's also just like a physical field notebook. So when you open them up and it's like there's a random ticket stub, there's like a picture, there's a scratched note or a something. Bug. A bug. So that was some of the inspiration. <laughs> so we definitely are going to have a bit more variation on like the content. It's not going to be all just paper and it's not going to all be just writing. Yeah. So you can buy the zine if you are interested. You can also buy the other two still on the website linked in our description. I think it's just solacene.org, but you can click the link. Um, yeah. Hope you hope you do that. Hope you buy it. Oh, should we talk about the if they buy it? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Forgot. The most important part, all of the money we make from these is going to go to EcoJustice, which is a Canadian-based organization which supports pro bono advocacy and like lawyers. I was trying to find the English word because avocats is... Okay, we got and it. I <laughs> so it basically pays or supports lawyers to 
fight for the good of nature and for marginalized populations in regards to nature conservation. And it's an organization that I'm really in love with. I've always liked it. And so all the money we make that doesn't go towards paper and shipping, which are the only costs, yeah, it's really. all the money. So it's going to all go towards them. And we'll make a donation every few weeks whenever we get orders. And again, these are always made to order, so we don't have a bunch just like lying around and getting mildewy. So <laughs> <laughs> as you buy them, we make them, and then they're fresh. Yes. They go to you via mail, and then, yeah, the money will go towards eco-justice. Glad we remembered to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We look forward to seeing you in an episode soon.